Hello, hello. Welcome into Anime Plus, episode 88. I'm Alex Light with Sparky3. Hope you're having a phenomenal day today, whatever day you're watching or listening to this wonderful podcast. I got Zach here with me over Discord. Zach, how you doing? How you feeling today? I'm good. I'm ready to go. We won't be talking for another week, so hey, got something. Yeah, that's true. We will be on a break next week because I will not be here. And we may also be a break on a break the week after we'll see it just depends it just depends what's gonna happen like how much i'm able to like take in whenever i get back from my vacation uh so we might be on a break two weeks next week for sure no break shout out to the josh pillow behind me as well making his beautiful appearance so he's not in a normal spot but that's fine because he's still going to be in the background showing his beautiful face as always oh come on zach don't be don't give that look that's mean man but anyway, yeah, uh, make sure to drop a like on the video, subscribe to the channel, be a friend, tell a friend. Check out all the links down below. Our sponsors like Rogue Energy. Go buy some Rocket Pop. Use promo code SPARKY3 to get 10% off. Plus, Rogue Energy is about to... Let me put it back here. Yeah, right there. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. Uh, Rogue is about to reveal their first set of cans here soon. So keep an eye out for that. Pretty exciting. Use your referral link down below and pick up some cans whenever they launch. It's pretty sweet. Uh, also keep an eye, I've already kind of plugged it a couple times before, but keep an eye for the stuff coming out with Agent Inc. Uh, we got some cool stuff coming. Cool stuff. I got the uh, ATFS jerseys done. They look sick. Yep. They look sick. They uh, look good. We're starting the next part of the design phase, which is some more ATFS stuff. Then Sparky 3 is getting some stuff. Then Game Static and M Plus. It's going to be great. I can't wait. So stay tuned for that. As well as go check us out at our website, sparky3.com. You can sign up for free or sign up for five bucks a month. We'd appreciate the hell out of that. Uh, so got some got some uh got some finales today. We're wrapping up our summer season, the season that I went into, unknown if I was gonna have anything to watch. Yeah, because I really didn't. I didn't know. You had nothing. It was rough. I I didn't know what was this season was gonna consist of. I really thought that it was gonna be you know me listening to zach talk about dragon quest and overlord every single week and me just nodding and smiling like I, that was that was <laughs> that was a real possibility at one point that really time. was a possibility <laughs> going into summer but i mean we we got some series lined up you know uh but yeah for today's finales we got three finales and of course we still got dragon quest which thank christ is almost over i'm so thrilled and the second to last episode of Summertime Rendering, but we do have Overlord, Lakor's Recoil, and Classroom of the Elite, some good stuff. And then, of course, kicking off, uh, we got the, the fall stuff starting pretty much this weekend, while we will not be doing anything next week. Uh, we'll follow up. We'll, we'll, we'll dive in. I feel like the next Ant-Man Plus episode we're going to do is going to be absolutely a massive episode, and potentially Probably. one of the longest ones we've ever done. And it's also because we're taking a break week right when all this stuff's starting. <laughs> Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be intense. I can't wait. But yeah, my hero's about to start. We got a new Chainsaw Man trailer. Uh, Spy Family. Spy Family got a new trailer for that one. Um, you know, I, I haven't seen much coming out of like Two Year Eternity or Gundam, but they're both coming, obviously. But mm -hmm. I've seen like almost no promotion for them. Uh, Blue Lock still getting some pretty solid promotion. Bleach, of course. Bleach is starting on the tenth, uh, I think, is when it was. But still no confirmation on where. But, okay, to my understanding, though, is apparently they're going to reveal it at New York Comic Con here in a few days. Yeah, I, okay. don't, I don't know. So that's when we'll find out where Bleach is going to be streaming, which uh, I still think is probably going to be Disney+. Plus. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, Viz confirmed it's going to be uh, simulcasted, so that's the main thing. Uh, but it's also, like, I would imagine it's not going to be region locked, but I don't know. We'll see. Can only hope. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of anything else. Oh, I do, I do, I do think of something else. I do, I do, I do, I do. Uh, Mission Yoda's core family got a big announcement coming up. It's time, baby. 
It's time. Get a stage play? Probably, actually, because there's 10 announcements coming up. Yeah. Ten, yeah, they have 10 announcements coming up in like the next week or two. So, yeah, a stage play, is, it's possible. But an anime is going to be one of those 10. I'm saying it right now. And I'm here for it. I'm ready. How next. impressed would you be if none of them is an anime? Oh, boy. That's going to be an interesting day on Anime Plus. If that happens, I mean, that episode, if they have 10 announcements, one has to be an anime, but on the slim chance. Just mark your calendars, man. Mark your calendars. If, if Mishino's core family, out of those 10 announcements, one of them's not an anime, mark your calendars to that Anime Plus episode following because I will, I will go on one about that. But anyway, here's hoping. It should be an anime. I don't see why it won't be, but it's probably for next year, too, is my guess. Probably for next year. So pretty exciting stuff. Uh, Zach, you got anything that you want to shout out, point out, anything of the sorts? Uh, nothing particular, no, not really. Uh, I haven't seen a whole lot this week, personally. Gotcha. The last thing that I'll, I guess I'll shout out, because, uh, you know, it came out, I think, within the last week when we recorded the, you know, the final chapter. But God of High School ended. Uh, mm-hmm. So one of the pillars of Webtoon, another pill- the, you know, another pillar has now you know, finished its run. The last pillar remaining is basically a Hunter Hunter situation. We'll never know when it's going to be finished. Um, but yeah, I started catching up on God of High School since the, the webtoon is finished and been really enjoying the last, you know, everything leading up to it. I, I just sent Zach more East like transformation. That art is incredible. Some of the best art I've ever seen in a webtoon or a manga. Hands down. It's so cool. So, yeah, it's been a ride. It's been a ride. Shout out to God of High School. Quite the run. Now we just need a season two confirmation. That may or may not happen at this point. If Tower of God already got its and Noblesse and God of High School, which both were clearly not as popular as what Tower of God was, you know, they all came out in succession. Yeah. Uh, that tells me we're going to have to either wait a little bit longer on a season two for Noblesse or God of High School, or it's just not going to happen anytime soon or at all. <laughs> Which sucks, because those are the two that I... I don't really give a shit about Tower of God. I give a shit about the other two. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, yeah, Tower of God's got that Hunter Hunter, Hunter vibe, so that may be what's pushing it. Hey, new Hunter Hunter volume, though, coming out in November. Yep. But it's not new chapters, though. People need to remind no. themselves of that. It's the chapters that didn't get put into a volume format before. Before the last of many hiatuses. So, not new chapters, but he is working on the new chapters, so... Sooner or later, Hunter Hunter is making its its return. I I'm looking forward to the day when Hunter Hunter makes its return, and it's just like let's say like some uh like anime or manga casuals who read Weekly Shonen Jump, and just a new chapter of that pops up, and they're like, "What the fuck is this?" And it's I forget what Hunter Hunter's <laughs> chapters are. It's like in the two hundreds, isn't it? I think it's higher than that, isn't it? It's in like three hundreds or so. I don't know. Maybe it is. I never read Hunter Hunter, so yeah, neither have I. But I can just imagine like. Imagine like kids over in Japan buying the magazine and like, you know, being very young and don't know, just for some reason, don't know about Hunter Hunter in some way. And they're just like, what the hell is this? Where, where'd this come from? <laughs> <laughs> Where's my Mashal? Where's my me and Robico? I need to see the knees. <laughs> Shout out to Best Knees. <laughs> that was a thing, wasn't it? Yeah, Best Knees. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and jump into stuff. Uh, Zach, do you want to kick things off with Overlord Season 4 finale, Episode 13? How was the grand finale? Was it epic? Was it amazing? Was it everything that you hoped for? I'm very unsure about the last episode of Overlord, so... 
I mean, I'm not sure where the series is going. I may need to go read the light novels really figure out because, like, this whole build up to them destroying the kingdom, like, there was no payoff. It was just like they came in, they stomped the fuck out of everyone, and they destroyed it. I mean, there were some slight moments of just weird, odd character development, like uh, Mar, he has a slight crisis of going, deciding how he's going to kill everyone in the part of the city he's been told to destroy. He's just like, if I do an earthquake, that may, someone may survive. And if I light things on fire, people are going to be running around and stuff and may escape. <clears throat> I don't, and all my powers come from Shugasama. And he's just like, I can do it. I can do it. I'll kill everyone. I'll do it. And starts doing his own little cheer of AAO. And then there's just demon ninjas hanging on the roof behind him, all crouched down, their bellies on the roof. <laughs> so there's that moment. Uh, there's a whole s finishing up sort of the subplot or advancing with Clime and Princess Rainer. Uh, Clime goes running around doing a job for, for her. Runs into Mare. Mare tells him, you need to get away. If you're here, I may accidentally kill you. He's like, okay, pieces out, head, runs back to the palace, which is frozen, only to return to the throne room where Princess Rainer has there's a sword on the ground, the king is dead, blood's on her hands, Ainz is chilling on the throne. Climb has a whole moment with Ainz of just trying to do that hero thing of him going, you forced her to kill her own father, yada 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 bullshit, and fights Ainz. Ainz literally just slaps him about, kills him. He comes back to life with Princess Rainer at his bedside, and she's now been turned into a demon. Uh, more or less, she goes through a whole thing of him being, I pledged my allegiance so he would resurrect you. Will you join me? I'm now a demon. I'll live forever. I don't want to be alone. Will you join me in becoming a demon as well? And him more just being the simp he is and just agreeing to everything. So he's apparently going to become a demon. Okay. Uh, she sees Albedo, addresses Albedo, reveals that she's given she gave her allegiance, which was super obvious, to the Sorcerer Kingdom a long time ago, all for this big old plan to make Climb completely hers and dependent on her. And she goes into her freaky mode and has a whole Beauty and the Beast moment where she starts singing and dancing in a, the big open room she's in. Which, like, it's straight up just like the Beauty and Beast thing. It goes, pans out. It goes full musical. She's singing, dancing and stuff. I'm just like, this is really random, but okay. <laughs> and then more or less her just finishing up like, now we will have our first time together. Maybe we should make it more special. And her just getting this creepy grin and deciding how she's gonna make Climb even more of a simp slave. <laughs> uh, Albedo goes and murders a noble. One of the nobles who had stayed away from the kingdom, I guess, had been in contact with Ainz, shows up after the capital's been completely destroyed. Ainz is now on a throne of rubble, and he just more or less tells him Good job. Just keep doing what y'all are doing. And until you hear otherwise. In the season? Yeah. 
Okay. I mean, it felt like really just lackluster just because, I mean, a lot of this season was just seeing the characters' interactions and how they were were taking the events of the Sorcerer King destroying the kingdom and uh, the, the Empire as a vassal state and all mm-hmm. this stuff. So, I mean, there was, like, no real build-up like you would expect from a series for, like, a confrontation or anything. It was just a fucking steamroll. Right. So I don't know. I may need to go read the light novel and see if there was more to it or if it just was a straight steamroll. So I would safely assume there's going to be a season five, yeah? I would assume so, but it would have be after whenever the next volume gets written. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So it might be a little all, bit. It might be a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because all the anime content's pretty much dead on, has caught up with all the volume content. I don't know how much it's cut here and there from the volumes, but yeah. Right. Gotcha. That's why there was so much time between Volume 3 and Volume 4. Okay, okay. Um, Alright, so before I jump into La Chorus Recoil, I apologize, I gotta step away. So we have a very big project here at Sparky 3 that's happening, right? And I cannot wait to show everyone. And it, there is work being done on it literally as we speak. And I just got a text from my guy asking, telling me to come look at something. So I'll be right back. Zach... Do your thing, or I'm just going to cut this. I don't care. I will be back. I apologize. All right. Um. So, dead time, all right? I wasn't prepared for this. So, two weeks with no Anime on Plus. We will be back at, well, one week as a stand. Probably two weeks, because I don't fully trust him to catch up on things once he gets back. I'm going to assume he's going to be tired as hell. So... Let's go two weeks. Let's say two weeks. So we'll be back in three weeks. And we'll there, then we're going to have just an extravagant episode of catching up everything that we're missing. Because, I mean, we're looking at a stacked fall right now. If you haven't already been paying attention to what's in fall, it is ridiculous. Because, I mean, we got Gundam. We got Spy Family. We got uh, Chainsaw Man, Blue Lock, fucking... <laughs> Goo Goo and all that fun stuff. Series I can't remember the name of at the moment. Because, yeah, I can't remember. Two Year Eternity, that's it. There we go. Hey. Uh, My Hero Academia, I mean, it's just so many series. Thousand Year Blood War with Bleach. So, we're still going to be doing our pretty much consistent anime talk. And we're just going to have a long list. So, it's going to be probably longer episodes, and we're going to try and cut it down, sort of bring it in real in a little, since we're going to have so much. But we'll see what happens. We're going to run with it. We may do some cutting. We may do some changing around. We'll find out and let y'all know more once we actually start doing it. And other news, though, Meme Quest is almost over. After two weeks, I'll be returning with the episode right before the finale. Then we'll have, finally have the finale, and it will be done. It will finally leave Animan Plus's list after the unexpected two almost three years worth of content was not expecting getting out of it. I'll be honest, this is what happens when we don't look into series that we just pick up. Yeah. But hey, it's also got a 86 in summertime rendering. Which summertime rendering, I'm going to assume Alex is going to talk about it when we do our return, as well as possibly do a one shot of it in a special video. He's playing with that and whatnot, so here we go. But, 
Let's talk about future. More talk about now. You need to go check our sponsors, Rogue Energy. It is absolutely one of the best energy drinks on the market. Coming from me personally, just because most energy drinks just taste terrible to me. Like, even G Fuel, it's rough to me. I don't know why. But Rogue Energy is just ridiculous. No sugar content, minimal caffeine, vitamin mixture to help boost you and give you that energy. There's even different types. Energy, hydration, extreme, and then shakes. So you got your pick. You got your choices. And even if you're not sure about it, you can check it out. They got starter packs and samples. So go hit that up. And use Sparky 3 code to get 10% off, regardless of what it is. Always hit it up. As he was saying earlier, get ready for all this Agent Ink stuff. Stuff is finally getting done, and we're going to start getting stuff out soon, and it's going to look fantastic. I can't, We can't wait to show off all that Agent Ink stuff. Do I need to cut any of that, or are we good? I mean, you can run through it. <laughs> I'm just making a decision. <laughs> okay, all right. Sorry about that. Yeah, had to had to show me something. Uh, that's uh, that's pretty sick and pretty important to the project. In like two or three weeks, I think we can reveal the project to everyone. And I'm pretty much when I get back from vacation, we can start getting to work ourselves on it, Zach, for the project. Cool. I think I think we'll be good to go. Let's go. Yeah, but no, that that was just a bunch of vamp there. I mean, you can run through it. You can leave it in. <laughs> okay, okay. Just a bunch of plugs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got to get our, our middle of the show promo time, you know. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, yeah, like Chorus Recoil, um, episode 13. So, first and foremost, this show obviously captivated the world by storm over here for this summer season. You know, it's anime original. It's getting a manga now coming up. Uh, season two will happen 100% based on how it ended, you know, and just the popularity of it. But, yeah. uh, for this particular episode, I mean, it was good. There was a lot of interesting things that took place in this episode. You know, um, Jacinto and green hair Kirito fight was, was very entertaining because it started off as a fight and then it stopped where they're literally sitting there chilling and just talking like they're just leaning up there, just sitting down, they're eating, they're drinking, you know, just snacking, just vibing. <laughs> Where she's even like, oh, that, that stuff sucks. He's like, no, what you have sucks. And like, they'll, he, like, he'll try it. And he's just like, I don't know how you like this. You know, and they're just like talking as if they're best friends. And then they get back up and they start shooting each other again. <laughs> so their fight was very entertaining. Very entertaining. You know, because you got to keep in mind, like, even when the last episode ended where it was time for them to fight, he's just like, yo. She's like, yo. And that was just it. I, I don't know. It was a very entertaining fight. While all this fight's happening... He, uh, on his phone, set off, like, a detonator for a bomb. It goes off in, like, an hour. So she's trying to fight and get the bomb turned off throughout this entire fight. You know, uh, Takina obviously comes into play here to try to help out, try to make it a little 2v1 and stuff. You know, they, you know the fight just, you know, goes on. Intro music plays, so you know shit's going to get hype. And, I mean, I don't know what to really say more about the fight. It was just an entertaining fight. Good hand-to-hand -hand combat, good... You know, wep, you know, wet close weapon combat and stuff. A lot, lot of good hand-to-hand -hand stuff, you know what I mean? So it, it was very entertaining in that regard, you know, and just uh, Green Hair Kirito just getting his absolute shit rocked. Like, I mean, he uh, he did not die, obviously, you know, because Jacinto doesn't want to kill, but he got his shit rocked. And uh, whenever they all kind of, like, uh, fell through, because, uh, like, like, they're up in a tower, right? Like, they fell through the glass where it would ultimately fall to their death. Yeah. Uh, Green Hair Kirito is kind of like, 
steadily fell like from like beam to beam to beam sort of thing so he's just fucked up but he's not dead Jacinto was gonna straight up die but Takino uh Takino saved her and while that's happening uh the bomb goes off right the detonator goes off shocker shocker green hair Kirito even though he wants to cause chaos and leave guns to random citizens and reveal the world like chorus he didn't have a bomb at all all that was a detonator for was fireworks going off <laughs> like what? you just you just see fireworks going off around the tower and Sito's sitting there you know she's being held up by a wire and she's just like that jerk and that was the end of that you uh do get the, you know get a shot back to shinji you know mr yoshi uh who's mm-hmm. still you know shot from chisetto and you see mika you know um you know the, the sensei the old the old guy runs a shop whatever you know his you know shinji's you know lover is now we've come to see throughout this season uh, you see him hobbling up with his cane, whatever, you know, he's hobbling up just kind of uh, slow as can be. And then you get like the ultimate, not ultimate, but you get a nice little plot twist. Uh, the dude's not crippled at all in the slightest. That's all an act because the, you know, because Shinji's like, you know, companion, the chick, whatever she goes to try to fight Mika and Mika just fucks her up in a heartbeat, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, she's just like, what, you're not crippled? He's just like, you don't reveal all your secrets to people. <laughs> like, the dude's perfectly fine. Yeah, as soon as he fucks her up, he, he's walking normal. He's perfectly cool. Uh, so it's just an act to make we'll him... Some brass, brass knocks. Yeah, basically. It's just all a big <laughs> act just to make him look weaker, I guess, uh, than to fuck someone up afterwards. But then you get into a moment where, you know, because of like kind of like the chaos that Shinji has caused and plus a few other factors and keeping Chisetto alive, obviously, like, you know, I told you he had the heart in his chest. Mm-hmm. That would be Chisetto's next heart to keep her alive. Uh, Shinji does die. Uh, Mika's the one that kills him. You know, he's in like full tears and just staring at him and you just get a shot from outside the tower and you see a single flash from a gunshot. So Shinji is dead. Mr. Yoshi died uh, by Mika's hand. Um, then uh, after that, it just kind of like, you know, curtain drop. Um, we get a fast forward of uh, like, you know, X amount of weeks later, uh, like a recoil of the cafes reopened. Seto's nowhere to be found in this entire sequence. Um, you know, Sensei's kind of, you know, Mika's doing his thing. The Walnut, I always forget her, her name, but you know, the hacker, the, the good hacker. Mm-hmm. She's there. You know, the other chick's there. Takina's there. You have customers coming in. You see some former Lacorus comes in. It wraps up the bow on the whole Lacorus being revealed to the world thing where government played it off in some capacity. Now they're making a movie out of it. Yeah, there's giant movie posters for the Lacorus and stuff now. So that's a thing. So whatever. Congratulations, I guess. Um, You know, and then you just, you, you get a you see a picture of Chisetto, um, you know, that they have hanging up on a wall, and it's just like the way they're phrasing all the entire conversation, where it's like, is she dead? Like you as a viewer, you should know that she's not. You know what I mean? Like based on it's anime, you know what I mean? Yeah. And this is a feel good anime, so it's like no, she's not. But like the way they set everything up in the episode was really uh, here at the end was really giving you the vibes that she was dead. You know, with having this photo up for everyone just kind of alluding, talking about her not being here anymore and stuff like that. You know, and then uh, Takina's not there. And some, you know, one of the other Lycoris asked Mika about where Takina is. And she's like, oh, Takina's out on a mission, whatever. And you see Takina doing some real stealth, you know, some stealth action going on and following someone in the woods and stuff. And they do a very good job at it because, like, the first couple of, like, initial teases of the person they're following, like, I didn't think it was Jacetto honestly like in theory you would mentally be like oh yeah it's probably just a you know just whatever but like i the way they for the way they animated like the shadows of the person walking and stuff it looked like a man 
Like, so, I mean, like, I, I didn't think, so they did good in that regard, kind of continuing to keep you on the edge of your seat of, is she actually gone? Well, who is Takina tailing sort of thing? Because, again, I thought, I, when I saw the shadow in its first quick glance, I thought it was a dude. I was like, who the hell is she following? You know what I mean? Like, I had no clue who it would be. Um, yeah, obviously, it turns out to be Shisito. They have an, a quick little quick little showdown where Chisetto gets very quickly overpowered and then you you see you know Mika pull out his phone and get a picture of Chisetto tied up to a tree and pouting uh where it's just like oh Chisetto's gonna be coming home in the near future no worries uh then you get a shot of uh Takina and Chisetto talking there at like this cafe on a beach and stuff and you know and I I just you know a while ago when Chisetto had the whole thing happen with her heart that fucked up her life whatever you know uh, I, I mentioned that she's horribly terrified of like needles and stuff. And it also kind of goes further where she just hates being in a hospital environment, you know? And the, f <laughs> the reason she ran away is just the most just level dumb shit that I've ever heard where she talked about, she's like, yeah, I just woke up in a hospital bed and I didn't know what was happening. My chest was really hurting. So I left. <laughs> Like, that's exactly what she said. Alrighty. And, like, as, as she's explaining, you're seeing it happen where she just kind of wakes up, grabs her chest, and you see her just grab all of her stuff and just kind of, like, waddle her way and sneak out of the hospital real quick. And then you see her get on a boat and go to an island, and you see her go here and go here where she's like, deuces, I'm outie. Because she was still under the impression she was going to die. Like, this is her last bit of time, whatever. Yeah. She didn't bother to stick around and ask a fucking doctor. You know, like, hey, am I good? Am I dying? She's just like, oh, my chest hurts. I'm dying. I'm going to go enjoy the last little bit of my life. Peace out. <laughs> Basically. Uh, but then Takina reveals that, no, she got her new heart. She's fine. She's going to she's gonna live. She's good. You know, Takina gives her a gift that has that, you know, that necklace with the owl, whatever. Uh, you know, Seto originally left it. And then it snaps to, uh, you know, Mika uh, putting up the kimono that he pulled out for Seto, whatever, you know, the coming of age thing. He's putting it back up, and, and Walnut's just like, oh, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just putting up something that I pulled down a little prematurely. And uh, she says something, and she's like, you're still using the cane? And he chuckles. He's like, oh, you saw that? Don't tell anyone, please. And he just hobbles his way back out. And then you also get a shot of him after he killed Shinji, kind of like a flashback shot of where he opened, like, this little box, and it had, like, a note uh, from Shinji where it's like, happy new birthday, because she's getting a new heart, so she's getting a second chance at life, essentially. And the note details are just like, you know, me dying gives you another chance at life. I hope you live a, a happy, successful life, whatever. Mika just takes the note himself not to give to Chisetto because, you know, I guess he doesn't want to really give it to her um, in that capacity that, hey, he is dead. Um, and, you know, his heart is what is now inside of her to keep her alive. So <laughs> just didn't want to break the news to her. Uh, now, as for how they found where Chisetto was after she ran away, Get a nice, up, you know, a little callback to episode one. That that chick from episode one who accidentally took a picture of the arms deal accidentally took a picture of Chisetto. <laughs> that that girl was at this same cafe and beach with her boyfriend, and they took a nice picture. And if you look in the background, you see Chisetto dancing on the beach. And then when Chisetto looks at it, she's just like, are you kidding me? It's like, this is twice now. She's going to end up finding something a lot bigger here in the near future. So I mean, like it was our, it was a, it was a pretty solid little finale. I mean, it, it leaves it off as a cliffhanger because like once uh you know they kind of come to terms where Chisetto's like, all right, fine, I'll come back. You know, they decide to go to Hawaii. Uh, so the whole gang is now in Hawaii with a portable, basically a food truck for Loco Recoil. 
and uh, they've now accepted a, a a new client for something, but it doesn't tell you what, and that's where the season ends. So setting up for that uh, for whatever, there you go. yeah, well, for whatever the next season will be. But like I said, enjoyable show. Uh, will I watch season two? Yes, depending on when it comes out, what's coming out alongside of it. If it comes out in like another like empty summer, yeah, I'll watch it. But like, let's say for example, it comes out like like next fall, and there's another banger fall like we have right now. No chance it's making it on my lineup. No chance. <laughs> yeah, it just depends on what's coming out alongside of it. Good show though. I'll say that is fair. Yeah, good show. I'd probably give it uh, six and a half out of ten for me personally. I mean, it's not bad. It, it's a nice little feel good show. Uh, now, Classroom of the Elite though, man. Ooh, this finale. This finale. It was a good finale. Yeah, good I, good wrap up. I'm sort of curious about it because like after watching this, I did see on Twitter someone posted about like saying, uh who else is in agreement with me that anyone who's anime only is getting like only ninety percent of everything. Yep. Saying that apparently there's a lot more extra plots and whatnot within the light novel. Light novel is very different. I'll tell you right now. I started listening to volume one. Oh, did you? Already very different. Like, not necessarily in terms of story. Story feels very, you know, similar, but just more expanded, you know, on thoughts and, yeah. and details and stuff. But it's very different in terms of characters. Because Anakoji, the one that we know in the anime, that is not him in the light novel at all. He is a different character in the light novel. Like, okay. like very drastically different. Like, where he's... uh. You know, he's so cold and calculated and everything in the anime, right? Like, you know, and as we once again see with this finale, just yeah. a cold character in in the light novel. He is like that trademark, super anxious and anxiety ridden high school kid. Interesting. Okay. Very different character. Because like that makes a lot more sense why no one re realizes it's him. Yeah, very different characters. Like, to give you an example, like, when I was listening to it, when it came time for the introductions, you know, on episode one, you know, in the anime, you know, he, he does say, oh, great, I messed it up. No chance of making friends now. But he still has that tone of where, does he really give a fuck? You know it's what I mean? Pam. Exactly. In the light novel, he butchers it, and then he his mental thoughts is, like, you know, it describes as, I buried my hands in my face as I just, you know, complete, you know, just overridden with anxiety that I completely failed at, you know, making any friends uh, with this poor introduction that no one will remember. Like, obviously, very clearly wanting that, you know what I mean? And just fa yeah. very different character, in my opinion. Hor like, unbelievably different. But I've also seen people say with the light novel that as things go on, he becomes more cold in the light novel than he does in the, in the anime. I don't know, man. I've only got like you know a few chapters in the light novel one. Very different character, and I'm also I'm looking forward to listening more to the light novel because with what you said in terms of content, I can I the little bit I've gathered that's going to be a hundred percent true because like the stuff that we just experienced, right? Um, everything with uh, at the end of season one throughout season two is like volume seven of the light novel volume seven and a half of the light novel oh god dang so there's a lot of like this con there's so much content that the anime probably glossed and skipped over and didn't expand on so there's 11 volumes for the first year right yes yep so well, i would i would assume 2.5 so. yeah so i would assume season three will be the final season of, of year one based on where how things are going well i don't i'm not sure we make it a fourth season because i mean depends on how many terms they have yeah exactly but no, uh, this season finale, good one. Wrapped up a lot of key points, you know. 
I my I would say my favorite part of this episode for sure is uh, just kind of like the respect level between Ayukoji and Ryu, uh, Ryuin. Uh, that that was kind of my big favorite part of this episode, of where Ryuin was just like ready to completely like drop out. Essentially, you know, he was going to mm-hmm. give his points to that one chick, and she kind of threw it back in his face. So he was he was done. He was giving up. You, you know, and then you know, because he also thought he was going to get expelled. Uh, is yeah. also, also what he thought, but apparently he didn't. And Anakoji had uh, something to do, had you know had a hand in that to keep him around. And that that conversation between them was just I enjoy conversations like that quite a bit in animes. It's just the respect between two people. I'm a big fan of that. And that's that's what that moment was was more Ryu and more than anything respecting Anakoji. Anakoji doesn't respect really anyone in my opinion. Uh, you know maybe a few characters sure, but he's just like yeah you're just a person to me. But uh, just the respect from this complete uh, utter asshat of you into Anakoji was a, it was a cool little moment. Or even to the point where he's just like, "What now? Are you gonna have me go sick? You know, go destroy some classes or whatever?" You know, where he almost to a sense where he's willing to do it, but also in that moment getting a chance to hear Anakoji's like next goal, which yeah. will be an interesting point for season three. That was sort of an interesting thing because like it was sort of that moment of where because Ruin was very much ready to be expelled to take the fall for his people, so it would only be him. Yeah. And Aino Koji did stop that, and more or less, there, as you said, there's that sort of respect and almost Ryuin feeling like he owes him a favor now, and that's why it sort of seems like he'd be willing to cause some... to willingly yeah. work towards one of Aino Koji's plans and whatnot. And I mean, the big thing on this for me was the whole Kirizawa situation. I know, yeah. <laughs> just that, re- just the whole double date thing, and then the reveal at the end of him just going, perfect. Now she's completely dependent on me. I went, this motherfucker. I know, man. I, like, as soon as he started talking about it and going by it piece by piece, I, I'm just thinking, no, don't tell me you planned all. He's like, all went according to plan. I'm like, oh my god, this dude. And just even before that, whenever Sato asked him out, he's just like, you know, he's just like thinking to himself, it's not that I can't smile. It's just I find you unworthy to smile at. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And then he even fucking <laughs> straight up just like, will you be my boyfriend? He's like, I can't be your boyfriend. I can't be your boyfriend. So no, I have no affection towards. Yeah, that's a harsh way to put it, but that's at least fair. You know what I mean? Like, at least yeah. he's being upfront and honest. But then he further detailed, like what I said, where he's just like, I find you unworthy to smile at. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Anakoji, <laughs> you savage dude. And again, like what you're saying with Kay at the end, you know, where it's just like, all according to plan, she's going to be, it's going to be tough for her to betray me now. And I'm just like, oh, Jesus Christ. And then we just still have that one moment of him just going, uh, him being, whatever me moment where I don't see people as nothing but fools. Yeah. Because like, he doesn't even see people as like an actual person. He just sees them as pawns and tools, pretty much. Still, yeah. And then we finally got that confrontation between him and Class A's uh, rep, and her just apparently knowing about the White Room and who he is. True. That yeah. Right true. The yeah, and isn't that like uh, the headmaster's daughter or yes. the principal or whatever his role was? Oh. Uh, I believe headmaster. Yeah. Okay. So that that whole plot point and obviously Anakoji's new goal with Kushida is going to be big focuses for season three. And with season three also, I'm really hoping we can further exp- expand on, on the blonde dude in Class D. Because obviously he knows, like we talked about a couple episodes ago, he knows everything going down. So I want his character to be exp- expanded upon in season three. 
Hopefully you get more from listening to the light novels. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm looking forward to continuing on it right now. Uh, also, I just remembered, uh, do we want to rate these episodes real quick, the three that we talked about? forgot that. Yeah, so we that, can. What would you rate, Overlord? Uh, I give it a six. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I mean, I enjoyed the season overall, just the finale of, like, I didn't feel like there was any real payoff. All right, fair enough. Uh, the chorus, I'd probably give it a 7.5. Um, Class from the Elite, I'd get, I think I'd give this one a 9, honestly. I'd give it an 8. Okay, good pick, good pick. All right, next up, let's get Dragon Quest over with. Woo! So, I forgot to mention this last week, but as King Vern was looking into the sunset, waiting for the explosion to happen, he was doing this the entire time with a sword in his chest. <laughs> um... So straight up, we just get a moment of him standing there, everyone on the ground wallowing in sorrow, and a fucking portal opens in the sky. And it's the... Valren? It's the dragon that's been captured. It's the dragon that was mentioned one time before when Baron's backstory was being introduced, mm -hmm. and it was the dragon that Baron fucking offed as the Dragon Knight. <laughs> and it, that thing got sealed. So apparently, that dragon and Vern... Had some beef, fought each other for a while, uh, had an amethyst, and apparently it became a bet between them two who could take over the surface world first. So it reveals that whole thing, Pop going like, this was all just a bet? Vern just more or less taking a victory lap um, on all this fun stuff. And then finally, as Pop is in the bits of despair, Meryl, his simp, the uh, seer girl who should have been dead but didn't die because of course not um, apparently she woke up in time to tell it, warn everyone to run away everyone's still alive of course and she now has some random mental connection to pop and even straight he, pop even calls up is like how can I how can you talk to me and how can you hear me it doesn't really explain it so it just goes like well, whenever she died and you had your awakening, apparently she awakened as well, so... Yeah. <laughs> so more or less, she gives Pop a pet talk and all this stuff, and Pop's like, you're right. Can't be defeated. And all this, and all this stuff and whatnot, and then... Uh, Nova and... The guy who made all the dark weapons, like Hunkle's spear, dies new sword, all that fun stuff. They apparently go to the tower, tower to the bomb, and freeze it. And apparently that can stop the bombs, because though they are building up magic to explode, there's still a mechanical bomb, and if you freeze it, it stops it. So they stop one bomb. Vern's just like, well, you can't stop all of them. They're all over the place. So they begin running to try and stop the other bombs. They get three before the episode ends. Um, this brings motivation to both Pop and Die. And there's a whole moment where Pop, Pop gets on his feet and he's ready to fight. Then Die starts getting the motivation and whatnot. And then he finally gets up. And it's just a big build up to them having one last hurrah. The other people are trying to run to the towers to stop the bombs from blowing up by freezing them. And Pop and Die are charging Vern. That's sort of how it is. Hmm. It was just a first half, which was Vern doing a victory lap, and then them doing a reverse card and being like, we're not done yet. Okay. 
Hey, at least you're yeah. almost over, man. Four episodes left. Almost there. Oh, four episodes left. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what would you rate this one? Uh, six. I feel so sorry for you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, at least it's almost done. At least, oh, Dragon Quest is officially almost sunset for Anime and Plus. Just for it to rise again for Game Static with the Adventure of Die game that Zach has to play. <laughs> Three years of unexpected content we never knew was going to happen. All because I didn't take it off the script. Exactly. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and if then by the time we were actually considering taking it off the script, it was too far. Yeah. All right, next up, Summertime Rendering. Second to last episode. Man, what a treat this show has been from beginning to end. I have absolutely loved this journey uh, so much. This episode was epic, man. It was a great final showdown between... You know, everyone, uh, you know, Rinosuke, you know, Shinpei, uh, Ursho, Shide, you know, the big showdown, the big finale. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Rinosuke is just kind of, you know, he's running the show right now, trying to battle against uh, Shide the best he can in Shinpei's body, kind of going all out, whatever. But he's still not able to necessarily, you know, he's not he's not able to win, right? You know, they're trying to formulate a plan where Ursho is going to essentially create some like shells um like shattering bullets for the gun that they have whatever to just destroy shide's armor you know the, the nor- okay. his normal form because he is a human yeah. underneath so basically to try to do the final blow essentially so while she's taking the time to charge that you know renosuke is trying to battle with shide and you know he's just he's just not winning I and mean, it's not working out so they formulate a plan a plan that's already happened once upon a time but unfortunately this renosuke and this shimpei don't know about the plan. Mashide does know about the plan. Time looping. It's a thing, you know? So okay. their their big plan is the exact same plan that Hizuru thought of, where she tr- where she transferred Renosuke into Shide's body to basically try to, you know, kind of po- hold him for a moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the problem is, you know, this Shide, you know, he already experienced that once in another loop. You know, this Renosuke doesn't know about it because Renosuke and Hizuru died in that loop. Shippei wasn't there when that happened in that loop, right? Like, he got there after it happened. So, they, you know, this this Renosuke and this Shippei, they had no idea that was already a thing. So, they tried that, and it, it seemed to work for a moment, and then Shippei kind of countered it and said, Haha, you're a joke. And in that, you know, process, he basically, like, spits Renosuke out like a piece of gum, you know, where he's like a little shadow blob and pins him down with some, some spikes and stuff. So some Renosuke is pinned down. And you do get the pretty epic shot of after Renosuke gets out of Shinpei and you just see Shinpei's body just poosh, just blood everywhere from him, from all the damage that Renosuke was preventing from happening, you know, Damn. the entire time. So Shinpei is very fucked up right now. Um, you know, but just, in, you know, in true anime fashion we had some nice animation shenanigans go down to make it where shinpei can magically dodge shide whatever you know the bullets appear at the perfect time and he managed to perfectly get the shot off all while the intro music's playing so it's one of those epic moments that even though it's true anime shenanigans you're enjoying yourself the entire time and that's the big thing um you know they do get the final blow on shide and that's the main thing here you know they get the final blow and this dude's gonna die he's dead he almost hey. ha- he almost had the passing similar to like um almost like father from full metal where he was just so in um just in pure distraught and denial that this is happening to him you know like think of father yeah. once he went back to his original form the original little black blob you know kind of the same thing where she's like no I'm dying this is it I, this I'm actually going to die and stuff it was just very much of 
he really viewed himself so much as God that he couldn't believe that this actually was happening to him from just some random kid. So that, that was a nice little thing when I was watching it. Um, you know, from here, you know, it's, um, you know, save the day. The world is essentially saved in a way. Uh, they, they basically go through almost like another, another kind of time loop in a way where they're seeing the past again. You know how Shinpei saw the past and what happened to Renosuke that one time. We kind of yeah. have that happen again, but this time, um, you know, Heine, Renosuke, Urshiro, and Shinpei are all at a beach, and they're like, all right, what's going on? Well, I guess we won. Where are we? You know, what's going on? And uh, there's a giant well on the beach. And I haven't really mentioned this because it only popped up, like, literally, like, one time. But there, So when Heine got sick, once upon a time, that kind of started everything for her. This is, like, when she was seeing, you know, Hizuru and Hizuru as friends with her and stuff. It was yeah. apparently because she went to go see a dead well on the beach. Like she got like to it got contaminated, you know, got the bacteria from like the dead well. It's been there for a while. Okay. So like they're they're seeing this flashback where you see Heine before she was ever sick start walking up and starting to kind of walk towards the well slowly. You see Renosuke try to run over and stop her. He just he's a ghost, you know, so he runs right through and nothing happens. And then kind of like what happened when Shinpei went to the past that one time where he called for his ear, you know, and she almost seemed to hear him. Uh, same thing. Shinpei walked up to this young Heine and grabbed her arm and said, hey, don't go to that well. Go get an adult. And you see the Heine from the past scream, like, oh, ghost, and runs away. Um, and w- while all this is happening, like, they're holding that little baby corpse of Heine that uh, Shide was having, you know, held, you know? Yeah. And it was like, one, like, Renosuke was sitting there kind of thinking that she was trying to insert herself as a shadow basically into that past tiny and restart everything and do this whole thing over again. You know what I mean? Because she's like, you know, the baby's kind of reaching out for her or whatever. And that's what Renosuke was thinking. But no, Urshiro's holding the baby. And uh, what actually, you know, Ursho pointed out to the baby, she's like, oh, you don't want to restart everything. You want this to end, don't you? You know, it's like you want this to actually be over. You don't want to go through everything that you've been through, the pain and everything. Because, like, while Heine was, like, this super powerful shadow, she was still dying. You know, she had to eat people to even stay alive. Um, so once they kind of like delete the whale, essentially, you see the baby of Heine start to like, disappear as well that they have with her, you know, putting a cap that this like evil version and everything. And basically everything's wrapped up beautifully. That's the point. Um, with how this episode ends, it ends with with Heine now being gone. The other shadows are disappearing as well. So like, you know, Renosuke disappears, uh, even though like, yeah, they were the same person. The good Heine that was there with them, she also disappeared. There's a little moment between Heine and Renosuke where it's like, let's be friends next time. And it's like, yay. And they disappear. All right, cool. Uh, and, now, and, and now, yeah, exactly. Uh, and now it's time for the for the grand finale of Urshiro to disappear and, and Shinpei to say his goodbyes and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. he's trying to plead to her that he wants to go with her, just let him die and go with her because he points out that, hey, even when I return... I'm going to die anyway from all the injuries, you know, that I had, you know, she's like, I want to go with you. I don't want to go back. You know, I love you, whatever. And she's just like almost kind of, you know, you know, she's tempted, but then she's just like, no, you have to go back. You know, you need to, you know, be there for Mio and do this and do this. She's like, I'll make sure that you get back in one piece, whatever. And they start going through the loop again uh, to bring, you know, I get, you know, to bring him back. Um, and you know, she gives him basically like one last hug, whatever, from the back and during the middle of the loop, as as it's seen a couple times before. 
And, um, you know, we loop back. Uh, we're back on the boat from the very first episode. Urshro kind of says her goodbye and disappears. And then Shinpei, just like the first episode, wakes up straight in his roost tits, just like episode one. He's alive. Yep. So his is alive. I'm assuming everyone else that had died is alive because they reset the loop and took care of the shadows. So now, uh, I, you know, we got, like I said, one episode left. I won't get to talk about it for a couple weeks because uh, I'm going on vacation, but you know, looking forward to the finale and seeing how things wrap up. I'm kind of curious to see exactly to what extent things are going to wrap up. Cause with his being alive, you know, and this, you know, it makes me wonder is the original Urshro alive? You know what I mean? Like how far back did this loop actually affect, you know what I mean? Like yeah. how, how much in time did this, you know, impact? So I, that's what I'll be very curious about with, uh, you know, episode 25. Cause like, you know, his friends, like, you know, the little girl's parents, they could be alive now, because uh, they were shadows the entire time. The little girl was dead. She was a shadow. Urshro was dead. You know, mm-hmm. so I am, you know, Nezu's wife. She was a shadow. So I'm curious how much this whole thing impacted. How far back did it actually, you know, fix things? Uh, overall, I'll give this episode an eight. Uh, pr- really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed the show. Great show. Uh, favorite episode of the week? Classroom Elite. Classroom Elite as well. Great, great episode. All right, let's go through some chapter ratings. Wrap this episode up ever so beautifully. Uh, all right, so One Piece, uh, one thousand and sixty-one. Um, I would give this one probably a seven. It wasn't bad. Um, it, it was it was enjoyable. Had some interesting things about it for sure. Uh, My Hero Academia, three sixty-seven. Give this one a nine. I'll give it an eight. Uh, Black Clover was not on a break. Yeah, we had a chapter come out. That's right. No, no, it was a chapter that I missed last week. That's right. Because the chapter yeah. we missed last week was with the sister, right? Yep. Okay, so that's the chapter I missed last week. My, my fault. JJK198. This was a weird training arc, man. Okay, so is it still like no one knows what's happening? Because I still see that on Twitter where no one knows what's happening. Well, it's still the colony games, but I mean, there's no straightforward plot that so, we're following. So there's arcs it, all over the place. Because there was initial goal for this whole thing, and they did it, and now we're just hopping between people. Okay. Because these last couple chapters have just focused on uh, Maki. And she got a super weird training arc. Okay, okay. What would you rate? I'll give it a 7. Okay. Uh, Mission Core Family, 147. Uh, I'd give this one an eight. Really enjoyed this chapter. Uh, Undead Unluck, 128. Um, I'd give this one a nine. I'm very pumped to read the next chapter because, um, God, her name just completely, Fuko. There it is. I, I got her name just left me just there. You know, Fuko's in the process of essentially talking to God right now. Uh, meanwhile, Andy and, um, you know, um, Unjustice. I'm drawing a blank on her name. They're in the process of like fighting some, you know, you know, deem whatever, fighting whatever that's trying to stop them. And it's a moment of where, you know, Unjustice, you know, she's been the one that's always done the loops over and over and over again, whatever. But now she's basically giving that up and she's going to let Fuko and Andy do the loops going forward because Unluck is going to basically be the thing that's going to help, you know, kill God and save everything. Uh, yeah. so meanwhile, with that being the case, uh, unjustice, like, you know, she had a previous relationship with Andy's, you know, original form, essentially of Victor that we've seen pop up a couple times, you know, Andy is just like a, a new creation of Victor's personality. Right. Uh, so like in this fight, 
you know, they're trying to throw down and stuff. Andy got his body completely blown off and stuff. And in that moment, he switched places with Victor to let Victor fight. So next up chapter is going to be a nice fight with uh, Victor and uh, his former girlfriend, Unjustice, fighting together. So that's going to be pretty sweet to see. Um, did I give it a rating? Nine. Yeah, I'll go to nine. Okay. Uh, Mashal, 125. I'd give this one well, an eight. I'll give it an eight. Sakamode, 79. I'd give this one an eight. I'd give it an eight. Yeah, it was. It's good. Yeah, blue box seventy. Yeah, I give it like a six. I'll yeah. give it a seven. P six fifty. I will give it a seven. Akane Banashi thirty one. Give it an eight. Uh, Chainsaw Man. I think it was what one oh four. I think uh, it came out. I don't know. That doesn't sound right to me. It might be. Whatever the new chapter was, um, I give it a seven. Whatever it was, I'll give it a seven as well. Uh, so no kaiju comes out tomorrow from when we are currently recording this. It is what it is, but I'm sure it will be fantastic because last chapter was fantastic. Yes. Uh, so I'm assuming it's gonna be like an eight or a nine. It's gonna be a banger. Uh, took your Avengers two seventy one. What what a twist! Well, I give it a nine. I give it a nine as well. What what a twist that this story is going. So right ridiculous. Now. I love it. I love it. Uh, Rent a Girlfriend, 253. Just realized I didn't read that. The site that I normally read it from, it didn't have it updated yet, and I meant to go back and check it because um, they already had the other, like, Seven Deadly and Tokyo updated on that site, but they didn't have Rent a Girlfriend, so I forgot to read that one. It's my fault. Uh, Eaton Zero, 209, though. Did not read this one either. I forgot to go back and read it. I'll give it an 8. Okay. Seven Deadly Sins, 490 Apocalypse, 79. I would give it a 9, and I just want to further drive the narrative that they are completely just going away from that Jericho thing. Like we are, we are not going back to that because uh, now, you know, in this chapter, Lancelot has now appeared on the battlefield without mm-hmm. Jericho. So this is Lancelot's first appearance since that chapter. We are not going back to that. Like that, that's just going to get dropped. And like you said, I would not be shocked if it wasn't in the volume when the volume comes out, but no Lancelot came in, dude. And I, I need to know more on Lancelot. Like I need to know, what this kid can do because like his first time really like i guess like he's already proven that he's very reliable and he's strong right in the few appearances that he's done a few Mm -hmm. couple little moments but right now you're going up against the in theory true antagonist of the series and arthur and just makes arthur his bitch like brutally like like lancelot being the one that does it like it's not even close Like Lance, like Arthur thinks that you know he can take him, and Arthur like gets like one, you know, he gets one nice hit on, um, you know, on um, you know Lancelot, and Arthur's, you know, he's like the main villain, this Chaos King or whatever, and Lancelot starts picking on him, where it's just like, oh yeah, that's the arm that you lost from that demon cat a long time ago, right? Try not to use that as an excuse when I whip your ass, and Arthur's just like, oh, you are, you're pretty well informed and ever, and he starts to use his powers, and then he starts pointing out where, you know. You know, what is youth? It's just like arrogance, you know, you know, being, you know, not, you know, not understanding the world and stuff like that, whatever. And it's just like one shot after another as as he's explaining this, you see like a swipe, you see this and you see Arthur still like with this smile on his face and Lancelot's like, are you done? And then the, the last page is where Lancelot's just standing on top of him. He's just got his foot on Arthur's chest. Arthur's like, what happened? Damn. <laughs> Lancelot's fucking him up, man. I love it. So I'll give it a nine. Uh, all right, so no and ordinary because that actually comes out here in a couple hours. Uh, Weak hero that also comes out in a couple hours. But last yep. chapter, 
Last chapter was great. Uh, I'm, Last uh, chapter was great. I cannot wait for tonight's chapter. So L seed one eighty eight. Uh, give it an eight. Okay. Well, well. Uh, down to earth one fifteen. Um, I give it a I give it an eight. Give it an eight. Uh, suit armor chapter eighty. I'd give this one probably a nine. I really enjoyed this chapter because we're in a very interesting spot right now where our pro tag is very much like fuck everyone around her because like, you know, she's like this monarch, like the queen of fairies, like a mm-hmm. queen of fairies and stuff. And she's tired of hiding as a human. She's now reached that point where she's like, she's tired of basically mingling along the, because of how they're treated. And, uh, you know, her, her friends, you know, husband, the king, you know, basically sneaks out with her to kind of go view the town, right? Because he doesn't really do that because he's like, oh, I'm the king. I'm so busy. And you can tell where he comes from a good place. Like, he's not a bad dude. He's just very, he doesn't know what's happening per se, right? He, he doesn't know. He's very, he's still, he's a young king. So, like, they're in disguise and going around and stuff. And she's like, oh, here, let's go get a bite, whatever. He's like, in there? You know, and it's just like a random tavern, whatever. And he's just like, oh, all right, but I'm sure they're not going to even touch what happens at the hall. And he's sitting there. He's like, this is the greatest food in my life. He's like, sir, you are a master of cooking. <laughs> uh, so it was it was enjoyable. I really liked that. So I'll give it a nine. Uh, Immortal Weakling uh, did not read that one. And Mage and Demon Queen is currently on a break, coming back sometime begin in uh, mid-October, preparing up for the, like this final battle and stuff. So I'll definitely look forward to that. Favorite chapter of the week? Tokyo. I'm going to say Seven Deadly or My Hero, one of the two. One of the two. Also, we skipped over Samurai. I would give that an eight this week. Oh, we did. Yeah, I lose Samurai 79. My fault. My bad. I still need to catch up on that eventually. One day. One day. It's wild right now. Okay. Okay. All right. There's well. great pillaging of women and using of corpses. Oh. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> That's not what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'll wrap up today's show. Like I said, next week we'll be on a break because uh, I'll be on vacation, and maybe the week after, too. We'll see. There's so much content to watch, and it's just a matter of how much I'm going to get to watch in the time that I'm back. You know what I mean? Uh, no, don't worry. During that filler, I said we'll be out two weeks, guaranteed. Okay, yeah, it's it's probably it's likely. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks is likely, but at least bank on one, maybe two. We'll see. We'll be back and you know, talk about... Uh, I'll have summertime rendering finale. I think if we take the two week break, you'll be like right at almost your it'll finale. Be the, it'll be the episode before the finale of Dragon Quest. Oh my Quest. God. All right. We're taking three weeks off. <laughs> Not taking three weeks off, though. No. Uh, but yeah, then we'll have obviously all the fall stuff that starts. So we're going to get to dive into that and it's going to be pretty sick. But uh, I guess with that said, I'll hit the music and we'll work our way in here. Zach, last thoughts. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. If you're watching on YouTube, you can hit that subscribe to help us out build that. You can also go check the Anime on Plus YouTube and hit subscribe there so we can switch over to that channel and start just posting junk on Sparky3 as we feel the need to. Thanks. Bye. Do everything that he said and more as well as check us out at our website at sparky3.com. You can sign up for free or sign up five bucks a month. We definitely appreciate that. As well, check out all of our sponsors down in the description below like Rogue Energy, Red Dragon, Wayward Beard Company, and of course, keep an eye out for the Agent Ink stuff. Really cool stuff coming soon on that. Join the Discord and chat with us about whatever. We'd love to chat with you. And I guess with that said, hopefully you guys have a phenomenal day. We'll see you in probably two weeks. We'll see. Anyway, bye.